Ohio needs nurses now. Xavier University is offsetting the demand by offering individuals with non-nursing bachelor's degrees an accelerated path to the profession. With locations in Cincinnati, Cleveland, and Columbus, our ABSN program enables adult learners like you to earn a respected Bachelor of Science in Nursing in 16 months. So what are you waiting for? There's no better time than now to step up and become a nurse. Search Xavier ABSN to apply. Okay, I'm good. I'm happy with oh this. Oh my fucking god! What happened? I just keep bumping into everything. Like, oh, I told you, it's one of those those days. You're b bumping into shit. My my camera mount fucked up last night, and you know what? I'm just I'm starting this. Welcome to the show. Today's episode is proudly sponsored by Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. More on them in a bit. Oh, good Tuesday morning, everyone. Welcome to your daily cup of genre. The is daily it a good cog. morning, Kyle? No, it's it's not. Well, for the them, it might be. Hopefully, yeah, for at least one one person out there, may, maybe you're having a good Tuesday morning. <laughs> <laughs> Mine's not all right. Too bad. I I got up earlier, so I'm pretty yeah, pretty happy. Plus tonight midnight new Loki, so that's that's fun. Yeah, yeah. Well, once again, you you uh, left coasters out there have one advantage. Uh, the heat though for you kind of sucks in a lot of places out on that side of the country. I hope everyone out west is staying safe. And uh, you know, uh my my birthplace of Tacoma, Washington. I was b born on Fort Lewis, right? And uh, that's up there. Tacoma's right next to Seattle for the, those that might not know their U U.S. Geograph geography. There's a lot of people like that. Yeah. <laughs> uh, cool, so it's, it's like just south of, of uh, Seattle and slightly to the west. Uh, anyways, um, it's uh, it was really, really, really hot. And a lot of housing in, in Tacoma and Seattle and stuff like that because – um, it is the Pacific Northwest and the, the average heat is only up in the, you know, mid to, to high eighties during, so there's a lot of places that don't, don't do central air and mm -hmm. they're a lot like, uh, Europe or, or some, some Asian, uh, countries or at least certain cities or t towns in some a Asian countries where window unit room units the the split units that i used to ins install when deploy deployed but i'm sorry sorry man if if my house is going to be uh over um like like 72 degrees i need uh ac like my, mm. my house should never reach over 73 which means if it can touch 72 then electronics and body heat are going to push that up a few more degrees. Nope, I need AC. That's, that that's cute. Most people here keep their um their dials at like seventy eight. Yeah, I I know. I've lived out out there. I my grand my uh grandparents when I used to visit them. Like I I said, I can never remember which one at which time because they lived in both when I was growing up, Madeira and Modesto. And then uh my my father uh uh grew up. Uh, in those two and Fresno, that whole va valley, basically that whole fucking sh stretch. So I know what it it can, can be like, and I can rem because in the military housing you don't uh, old mil military housing you didn't pay like an electricity bill. So I grew grew up never understanding <laughs> why uh, friends that lived off base or or family didn't to run the ac all <laughs> summer long at like 70 degrees and you know now i i do the um the uh planned uh it's only a, a three degree difference in the summer it goes from 70 to 73 and in the winter it goes from uh 68 to 70 71 and that that's it like that's the most efficient way can it get uncomfortable sometimes yeah sure uh, but in in general, that's given us a, a unaffordable electricity bill. <laughs> well, 
It works. It does, <clears throat> man. You know what do- doesn't work? Talking about fucking electricity bills and HVAC on a fucking entertainment web website. It's drama verse, sure man. We can talk every- about anything. I, you know what? What? That is that is true. Uh, think about think about uh uh home and and gar- garden channel and and all <clears> the uh do do it yourself stuff the the house flipping th- things like that. Think about all all that that stuff and I bet you. No one today under the the age of maybe 30, 32 knows who Bob, Bob Vila is. The guy that mm-hmm. like, you know, made that mainstream and then look at uh, Tim Allen and Home Improvement. <laughs> you, you know, that that yeah. took the, the Bob Vila kind of because that was a big th- thing there in the 90s. Vila's uh, tool, sh- tool show and ho- Home Improvement show was a was a big, yeah. big deal. And we don't have that anymore. Now it's all just uh, uh, flipping shows and <laughs> yeah. dream home sh- shows. Like, yeah, it's fun to 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 watch and and dream, but uh, uh, yeah. I, I used to uh, I used to do demos at home and garden shows. Really? Yep. For what? Cooking demos. Oh, certain certain, uh, certain companies would hire me, and you know, sometimes a group of other people and. We'd go do some demos. <clears throat> Very cool. Yeah, that I gotta, was. A, oh, go it ahead. Was always, it was always funny. People were like, "Oh my god, how did you do that?" <laughs> Whatever. <clears throat> no, it, was, it was. It was a lot of fun. I really kind of missed that a little bit. I also mentored some kids, and then specifically, so at one point, everybody paired up with the kid, and the kid I paired up with ended up at Disneyland. Oh, that's cool. Because, um, and I didn't so. Uh, well, I mean, the prize, the prize was for the kid, kid right? Yeah, whack. Yeah. <laughs> I mean, you should get get a little little something out of it. I didn't even get a pin or nothing, man. <laughs> Not a okay, yeah, that's. that's I just right. got the satisfaction of being able to send a kid to Disneyland, but yeah, doesn't you know what? Uh, nah, I I I I don't know. I don't know <clears> how much I uh how much I'm gonna. No, I'm joking. That, so that, it is cool. <laughs> so uh, yesterday I got to watch. <clears throat> the Tomorrow War with Chris Pratt. Okay, how how did that actually I- end up? It was fucking long. Well, <laughs> you didn't say no. bad. Okay. You just said long. Long. So, well, the thing is, because uh, well, yeah, it's almost it's almost two two hours and twenty minutes long, mm. and it it felt like it it felt like it could have been split into two movies, and you would have been happy with it. But but. The amount of potholes in it uh, <clears throat> and questionable decisions make it so that it's almost campy to the point where you're entertaining yourself with continuously questioning what's going on. Mm-hmm. And but I feel like because it's Chris Pratt, we kept um, giving it a pass and just having fun with it instead of just being like, this is stupid. I can see that. So, uh, and then like you expect some, <clears throat> uh, something, you know? Yeah. Well, I mean, I'm not sure. It's not like it start the the way it starts off. It was like, ha ha ha. This is guardian. So like you keep, you keep making fun of it in the sense that, oh, this is this other movie now. Oh, this right. is actually this other movie now. Oh, okay. And, but it, it is so long and, but you don't feel it cause you're having fun with it. Mm-hmm. And as a mess as it was, um, I still find myself awkwardly going to recommend it to people just because it it was fun for that reason. Like if you like if you're if you're into films, <clears throat> it's almost like it's almost a comedy um, because of the fact of of every of everything that goes on throughout the film. It's because it's so long, and some of the de- some of the designs though of the aliens and things like that are 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 really really cool. Um, and then they decided to use some interesting practical effects, which which I don't understand why they needed to do that, but whatever. Um, and 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 then there's also some moments where some very, very good character moments that come out of nowhere. And it's it's just it's just it's a fun mess. Like I don't know what to tell you. I would, would I- rather it, it was and it was a complete film for you know there there was no like necessarily um that's actually all i stop because i don't want to give away it, it was it was it was it was uh it was still fun which is which was a very strange feeling because 
like for example if i'm going to review the film do i review review it as how how much i was entertained yeah. or do i review it by actual critical uh you know plot points and uh character development and um you know all things like that pacing because i feel like that's too that's way the, the scores are way too different yeah i mean and 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 that that kind of brings up the the whole point of of um people being able to get get different things out of out of something and why like uh reviews scores are okay if you're looking at an an average right but mm-hmm. individual scores aren't necessarily um like if you've got a a critic a website uh um that that you follow a follow and they use a, a grading scheme you're you're a hundred percent right what is that what is the the what is the standard for that that outlet and what are they yeah. grading on and that's and what you got to do is go into the ad yes people you actually have to read more than the headline line or the or the uh seo t- title that that generates in google and and twitter and stuff like that that you you have to read because somebody might be grading it all technically you know what the technical writing skills are based on ex- accepted norms for for good writing what the technical uh uh cinematography skills are given the st- standard you know expected cinematography from that genre like all of that can go in into to a score but god god there's so many movies that are garbage technically but fucking amazing in in entertainment and the exact opposite they're wonderfully put together but they're boring as fuck and you don't ever want to watch it again um yeah i i agree you know you know which movie i feel that way about is no country for old men you know app absolutely and i hate to say it uh um you know, it's a great intense movie, and it's awesome to see it one time. Yeah, um, and and because I when it when it won the Oscar, I was I was a lot younger, obviously, and I remember being upset at how much I thought it, it sucked. So, actually, just a couple of weeks ago, I gave it another shot, and I was like, "This is a beautifully shot movie." Yeah, it's still boring. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, but I, but I, I get it, right? Some some films are like that. Uh, there was what was, there, and then there's some films that find this like little strange groove. What's what's the Oscar? Win, uh, um, uh, let me f- figure out what it is. But while I tell you that, um, and then sometimes critical. Well, I'll look for it. I'll let you know. Okay. Um, there, while sometimes being critic uh, reviews are kind of harsh because you don't know what the filmmaker has to work with, specifically with independent films. I'm not talking about Warner Brothers. Marvel Studios, who have, um, you know, all this time to develop it, to make it, then a pandemic hits, then you have a year and you do nothing with it. Um, but we, we already talked about that, how it, it kept getting pushed back. So you didn't necessarily have that. You didn't know that you had a year to uh, to fix things. But uh, independent films, a lot of times when I'd end up talking with directors, they're like, they told us we had three weeks to film. They gave us 10 days yeah. at the last second. Or we ran out of money here because this and this happened. Mm-hmm. It rained. It did this happen. And independent films are stuck with such a small budget and that they really have to make mountains out of molehills mm-hmm. and, and try their best to make the best quality film possible. Not because that's how they wanted it, but that's what their budget allowed. Yeah. So I feel like some people casual viewers need to be a little bit nicer to independent films because it's more about the message, the story than sometimes the cinematography, the sets, because they only have so much they can do. And sometimes I feel so bad. It's just like you had the, there was one time I was like, yep, we had one week to shoot the entire thing. It's like, really? It's like, yes. (laughs) 
Man. Um, no, uh, the the film I was thinking is No Man Land. Mm. That film seems like like if I described it to you, it seems like the most boring thing you watch. And it was it was so, shot beautifully, mm-hmm. and then the actors did so well uh, that it it was. Um, I, I can I can see why it won. Uh, Frances McDormand, she's the one who mm. played uh, Fern, and just it's fantastic. We also watched Minari the other day, kind of in the same vein. Just, how how was uh, Min- Minari? Oh, Minari was, was f- fantastic, dude. I, I haven't got Steven Steven Yuen, man. The, the entire cast, it was it was it was beautiful. I really enjoyed it. A lot a lot of the a lot of the films this year, and I'm not saying films in the past years haven't been, but a lo- very 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 deserving films one for for 2021 but yeah I don't, I don't know then there's films like like horror films for example never get a good critical score if you look at them no if, not, if, not normally. if they're a, like like a not on a 10 scale if they're a, if they're at a five or six you consider that a huge win right yeah it's it's pretty fucking good <laughs> but what, i mean what do you want it's the genre so mm-hmm. i i, I feel like for everyone i feel like people uh, critics really, uh, they shouldn't, they should score it differently because that, you know, this is what is expected of this kind of film. It's not going to be the same as a drama. Yeah. It's almost like, it's almost like food cri- critics. So uh, I'm a big, big foodie. Um, uh, and I, I loved watching when I had c- cable, like I can't wait for the discovery Plus shit and HBO Max to mix so I can get my food shows back. <laughs> um, but the uh, the whole um, the 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 whole fuck I lost lost my thought. Uh, we were on on where was I going with the food aspect of it? Fuck. I don't know. Guys. Maybe you just got hungry. No, I, I had I had a <laughs> point. Shit, because we were getting from from reviews. Horror, the reviews. Horror, there horror. we go. There we yeah. go. Got got it. So. Food, food critics listening to a, a high-end food critic and hearing them say something uh, like on a on a um, cutthroat kitchen or a or a uh, um, Iron Chef episode where they have to use something that is an uncommon in- ingredient and you hear these these high-end chefs that are like oh I've never eaten a McDonald's burger I've never had beef jerky like a f- food critic that had never had b- beef jerky. Like in their life, life, right? And you, you, you look at them and you go, do, "Do you not understand why beef jerky exists? What makes it good? How many variate? What kept you from it? The idea that it's dehydrated, or you know, what is it? How good, good is it to get a point of view from a critic on a on a horror movie if they don't like horror or or if mm. they only like thrillers?" They only they don't like gore. They don't like supernatural stuff. They don't they only want you know natural thriller type horror. I that's why I I, I say yeah sure if you're on on a budget and you're you're looking for you know a safer bet you want to go with a, a Rotten Tomatoes average score go for it. But uh, honestly, you guys really want to get into to <clears throat> movies and and see why the good critics give the scores they do do you got to read their actual re- reviews and, and more than just the, it's a fun ride plagued with, you know, more than just the, what, what is that? The t- tagline or whatever. Um, you got to kind of d- dig in- into, to it. I I've written a lot, uh, a lot of reviews for the, for the site and done exhaustive star Wars reviews and podcast form. And I can't th- think of a real review I- I've written that was less than 700 words, 800 words. Mm-hmm. You know? like Re- Reviews shouldn't be short. There, no. There's so much you need to cover. E- exactly, because I can <clears throat> rip something apart technically, but say how how wonderfully fun it was to, to watch, and I can do the exact opposite. opposite. But... You know, when I when I when I grade the film, what I try to do is is combine the those two, and so I kind of a- average it out. If it was a, amazingly technical and kind of poor story, it's going to end up in that like C plus B B minus range because I appreciate a lot of technical stuff stuff. You know, if it's kind of flipped, 
it might be more of a C C plus thing instead mm-hmm. of a C minus uh, or C plus B B minus thing. And that's kind of how I I approach it. And my, then I my, word it mm-hmm. out, you know. Yeah, my my thing also is, and I noticed this with some reviewers is that they sometimes their their um their scores are kind of plagued by their preference mm-hmm. which i get it i mean that's why you can do so that's why you have so many reviews you you have a preference but there's inconsistency sometimes like they'll rate a certain movie an eight or a nine right and then another movie that is n- not even close an eight or a nine like but like blatantly obvious mm-hmm. and then it just it just kind of uh, I'm like, well, then can I really trust you? Because you seem to really like a specific type of movie, and then everything else, you, you're just, you're just crapping all over. And I don't think you understand uh, film. <laughs> I think you just like watching certain movies, and yeah. whatever makes you happy, you're, you're going to rate higher. If you, if you know how to make sure your your audience knows that under understands it like that that's the that's the key key is yeah and then you gotta be up front with with what it is that you're, you're saying like you just gotta be clear you know and then yeah and then there's those other critics that just like to shit on everything because that's that's what gets them clicks right and it's like dude you gotta you gotta respect the art that sometimes it does not like for example david ayer it's not his fault his movie came out so bad yeah uh, Zach, I mean, that's to to a, to a degree that's that's true. right. Yeah. Uh, Zack Snyder is not his fault that he had that his movie got butchered, mm-hmm. and at least we didn't get the decent film that he had made. I'm not saying it's a masterpiece. Right. I'm just saying it's it's way better than what was presented, and that's not his fault. And so, um, it's just there is just so so many layers of of possible things that could have happened or whatever that I, I personally do not like necessarily bashing movies or books or anything too much. If I don't like it, Hey, I didn't like it for these reasons. You might like it. You, 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 you probably still yeah. I, I, I like how uh, Fox, Troy, Troilo and, and LRM online uh, reviews usually say if you enjoyed xyz you may enjoy yeah. the this like that, that's a good that's yeah. a good gauge to so like okay well i didn't like those movies so probably not like this either yeah but you know and if you do you do and and that's the magic of of um of films that there's so many of them that you don't have to watch everything a th- th- thousand a th- thousand percent uh you know i i i look often at the the things that people could complain about and i'm just like you don't have have to use that you don't have to do do that you don't have to read that and the the other thing i can't stand is projection dude i cannot stand <laughs> so, someone projecting their their uh interpretation into um, reality their their perception like yes we understand that perception is reality for you however <laughs> in 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 a uh uh orderly and and lawful wor- world intent matters a lot m- more than perception um speaking of, of perception and kind of kind of ratings you can always go and and look at um a person's uh, rating history on 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 sites like Rotten Tomatoes and Metacritic, mm. or even the the outlet that the the particular critic uh, works for, if the outlets you know got a half decent cat- cataloging and and search in, in engine, um, and and go in and and look at what do they rate high. Uh, I don't have you know the the be- best type of list th- thing that I've I've sort of got is is uh literally just my um just my uh let's see here my 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 stupid a- an- anime list but if you if someone were to look at it they would see there's uh um um you know movie 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 
movie, all, you know, what, half my top tens are, are movie movies, okay, so he's more into long, long movies versus, uh, sh- shows, and then <clears throat> let's see, uh, a Ghibli film, music-based, 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 okay, so, so guy likes music, action-y show, shows, you know, Akira, D- Dr. Stone, uh, um, Ghost in the Shell, Neon Genesis Evangelion, you can easily t- tell the things that I'm into just by looking at my 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 top ten. I like anime with music. I I like anime mo- movies a lot, and I like my stories shorter and 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 uh, not a hundred plus you know episodes with things like Full Full Metal Alchemist and NGE and the first two seasons of Doctor Stone so far. And when you do do that, then now you have an idea of what to expect from me you you know what i'm saying like <sighs> yeah i i think people put too much credit into just the tagline and ju- just the score and i almost feel ba- bad because it, it it almost makes it not worth writing an 800 word read <laughs> you know what i'm saying because yeah you and i are going to read it but but the the, the masses probably aren't and then so i i know people notice this and i'm i'm sure there's review sites and and reviewers that are shrinking down to 450 to to 600 word reviews Mm -hmm. and that's not good good um you want to talk about you know vanillaizing everything making everything bland that that's that that'll that'll do it because the studios are are Oh God, yeah. Please read, <laughs> <laughs> read, and then formulate your own opinion too. Yes, because indeed. you can, uh, you can always tell somebody reviewing a film. Not don't do it literally, just metaphorically and in your head to fuck off because you enjoyed the film. At the end of the day, that's what matters. If you enjoyed it, then what everybody else thinks absolutely does not matter. But you also don't need to try and bash that into other people's head to to believe what you did. If if you really liked a movie and somebody else didn't, uh, the other person's wrong. But just you know, just let it go. I, I have a, I have one of my best friends. Him and I sometimes rarely agree on movies, and it it does. And just for sport, we we do we do. Um, we do talk to each other, but at the end of the day, we're not changing each other's opinion. It's just for fun. I respect his opinion. He respects mine. Uh, we both think we both think each other are idiots and don't know anything about movies. But I think that's what. <laughs> Sorry, that's one. Of, how unprofessional, Kyle. Jesus I, Christ. Well, no, that was the Voltron theme. Uh, it doesn't matter what it was. That's definitely in our wheelhouse. Anyways, I am offended, ahead. Kyle. Hundred percent offended. I... Good. Enjoy, enjoy movies, damn it! And if any, just you know, screw what everybody else thinks. If you like it, like it. Yeah. And and if you want to give a review, a thumbs up, give it a thumbs up. And if you don't, then then there's things that you can do, like click off of it. You know, go yeah. read a book, or go watch another movie, s- smash. Write your dis- own review. <laughs> you know, uh, like si- Simon Whistler says on his YouTube ch- channels, if if. Smash the dislike button. Go ahead. Let let someone know you don't like the review. Let us know you don't like our show. Fuck. We would love to make a better better one. If you don't don't like like it. Well, you know, if you, well, if you don't like our show, it's not like it's not like we're doing it for y'all anyway. We just yeah. like, we just we just like each other. <laughs> I'm just kidding. Oh man. Yeah. yeah. The other, the, so we're talking about how you know we're thanks to all the listeners, obviously, for listening to the show. But Absolutely. when when you gave me some of those numbers, I'm like. People listen to us. Yeah, <laughs> we don't like our our spouses don't even listen to us. Like what? <laughs> our kids don't listen to us. No. Nope. What? what is this? The dog does. <laughs> the dog do- does. Yes. My dog. The, well, my yeah. We we have a new dog who who came on the property mm-hmm. and decided yes, I live here now. <laughs> and and uh, he's so he's so well trained. And nobody's we were like if somebody comes and claims and fine take him, but he's been here now for over a week, and he's so well trained. He'll sit next to you. He'll watch the door. He'll um, 
if he's inside, he's not on he's not on uh on any couches or nothing. He's 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 so well trained. We're like, who lost his dog? And yeah. what did you guys do to hurt his feelings that now he lives here? <laughs> wow. Yeah. Well, that's always good good to have have uh um well behaved hey pet. My cats are fucking bolt vultures they're they're rats they're, they're raccoons my my cats are tra- trash pandas you know what's not a trash panda sponsorships sponsorships don't st- steal from you they That's give a weird segue <laughs> no, look what i just did i made it i said they don't steal from you they give to, to you not perfect yet. That was glorious. Just uh, like no. this Scottish guy's accent that's going to read this wonderful ad from our sponsors over at Grow Generation. Grow Generation, where the pros go to grow. For all of your cultivation needs, Grow Generation has the right products, service, and staff to make your grow successful. Go to www.growgeneration.com, where the pros go to grow. Don't don't make fun of, fun of my my segue is i can't make them all 10 some of them have got to be 8.5s you gotta have some rainy days i gotta have have some 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 rain rainy days oh man man tuesdays are supposed to have a a wonderful segment called tech tuesday and there's been this massive discussion the last three weeks over Windows 11, which was finally announced uh, uh, officially and very buggy uh, ways. They had I- issues with their digital presentation of it. Um, well, that should tell you everything you need to know. Yeah, exactly. Right. And pr- pretty much if you were paying attention to any of the leaks, the leak build that was that was uh, being shown all, all over you, YouTube Um if you watched any any of that stuff, nothing Microsoft said was really surprising, except for this one thing about TPM. And I, I want to bring bring this up because if you literally if you just Google Windows Eleven, you're gonna look at a, a dozen articles about the uh, trusted platform. Uh, Trusted what it trusted platform uh mo, module uh fuck I forget what the it, the M stands for plat mo, module yeah trusted platform module anyways um this certain chip that reads things it's supposed to help help protect you from uh malware and 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 a lot of hardware has them motherboards have them. Uh, not everyone knows that they do, and not every motherboard does. So you can check your man- manufacturer. And the bad thing is, is Windows own can your computer run Windows 11? Wasn't even detecting things properly. So Windows basically right right now, hang on, every everyone, don't don't freak out, don't go and buy these TPM chips from uh, scalpers. Uh, there, there are T- TPM chips that you can in- install into your computer, uh, and make it c- compatible. But the big th- thing is to relax and understand that, uh, Windows is now releasing a, uh, build of it, of 11 for d- developers and, and people that are on the, um, Windows, uh, God, God, basically their, their test for forum and shit like that, that, and a lot of these, these bugs and things will end up get, getting worked out. And what it what it really comes down to is uh that chip deals with hardware in, encryption, okay? And in a, in an age where last week Western Digital, one of the biggest hardware or hard, hardware hard drive ma- manufacturers in the world, everyone's heard of Western Digital and uh uh usually Seagate as as the other. Um they had their internet connected uh, uh, external drives, the MyBook. They're like uh, cloud storage, if you will. You can plug it like right into your router, and it'll you know stream your movies and mu- music from that hard drive, even. And um, people lost their their data. Uh, it had some sort of uh, weak point, and people were able to go in and basically send a factory reset message to the the hard drive via the internet and uh so encryption's a big thing protecting your 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 data you know we've you and i've talked about on-site uh um or you know at source 
an on-site and an off-site uh, backup. So, you know, your internal hard drive and external hard drive and cloud and or, you know, uh, an off, off-site um, storage. But w- what about your, your actual d- devices? And when it comes to these t- TPM chips, when it, when it comes to it, there's a good, good article on d- digital trends. Uh, just went up a few, few hours ago. Uh, d- discussing the 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 requirement. Give it a few weeks. Give it a few few months. There's no no rush. Windows 10 has got support through 2025, direct from from Windows. And we always know things are phased down differently, and that there's ver- various levels of support. I mean, shit, you s- still have people successfully and safely running Windows X. It takes a lot of work, but you still have people d- doing it, running sh- shit from like XP and 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 seven. Um, so yeah, relax about 11. It looks flashy, (laughs) but it's, it's not set in in stone yet. And a lot of your computers, if they've been purchased in the last few years, even if you went on Microsoft site and they said it wasn't windows 11 ready, it might be, (laughs) and it might be (laughs) as easy as going to your manual and going into your bios and just clicking enable tpm so don't don't freak out yet check with your your manufacturers and give windows microsoft a few weeks to uh work out their bugs something you think they would have already done right but but the thing is like (laughs) nothing comes out that is perfect well run and not anymore no and nothing and nothing even ever is perfect no no so it just uh, is not as buggy to notice it or the bugs aren't that bad. Yeah. So that, that's what I'm saying. It's just there, there's, if you're complaining that it's buggy or whatever, my thing is every other version of windows is terrible. <laughs> um, well, well, which one did you, did you like any of them? Did you like XP? I know a lot of XP was great. Love X. I thought it was windows for dummies coming off of 98 se but whatever uh no xp was great vista was horrible vista was was yeah it had its issues although a um, lot of the like aero glass and and like aesthetics did carry forward and we're getting kind of back with 11 and then uh 10 10s i think 10's fine really yeah any issues oh. and so go ahead I, I, I will say that it took me a while to get into the whole idea of it being like, because I get it. We have to go to apps and all that other stuff and, and, and the aesthetics of it, especially because I have my laptop is a, is a touchscreen. Mm-hmm. And it's so you can switch over from your classic Windows view to to kind of that uh, that boxy thing, which mm-hmm. makes me feel old because I'm like, what is this? I don't know how to use this. And uh, but it's uh it's fine and but if if, if people complaining about you know bugs and stuff now remember all of your iphones when they come out they're usually crap yeah the 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 software is usually has a ton of bugs that do not get fixed with it you know they need a couple of months to to really get them uh on track which is why i never buy an iphone um right off the yeah the conveyor belt like first week or whatever i it's just actually i don't do anything that way just because i I don't i don't want to be a cog in the system i always want to like i'm always like i one day i want to be well well off enough that i can afford the the time and effort for a day one release of a a a big budget item like a a, you know a galaxy s 28 or some shit you know six seven years from, from now uh but you're you're absolutely right. It's not so much ju- ju- just money that keeps me from doing it. It's just tra- track history. Mm-hmm. Let's stick on on this. I like like this this I- idea of things that are buggy that that have always been released. Let's let's talk g- gaming with it, man. Man, look at all of your your speed run videos that take advantage of glitches in oh yeah Super Nintendo <laughs> and and NES games. Those are bugs those are those are things that if you could patch the game today you would patch it because you don't want people cheating right you don't want people uh taking advantage of broken things that's not how you intended the game to be played and so often studios will patch 
things like that. They'll patch glitches that you can take advantage of, and not necessarily like cheating competition-wise. Just, again, the game writers and creators have a certain you know story in mind, and they want you to play through that story. Now, mods and, and hacks and, and things like that are, are different. We're talking about just taking advantage of, of glitches and, and bugs. And, and so for decades, dude, cartridges could not be updated. You couldn't. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, there were some, some, uh, flashes that you could do, do, and that there, there've been downloads over cable lines and downloads over TV lines. I got, I got that ladies and gentlemen, but we're talking just general market flash, flash forward to the, uh, PS3, Xbox 360 era, and the era of consoles having hard drives. See, PC gamers have been dealing with getting patches for ever. Uh, guys, we've been doing it since since the the 90s. We've been modding, uh, d downloading patches straight from studios, updates to our games, expansion yep. packs, all of that, that since the, so I was do, doing it since, you know, like 94, 95, 95. Yeah. Yeah. That's and crazy. it wasn't that big of a deal because it was just that one sector. And because computers could be computer, computer games could be installed and patched. Uh, you, you developed the best that you could, and then you could, enhance you but you you didn't see straight up broken games shipped you know what i'm say, saying not often right not not often especially not any big t titles but that xbox 360 era and now now you've got uh installable games which means you could patch them which and and enhance them l later means to these people that want to sell as much as fast as possible to get to the ne next project and then they can cut that de development team down and be like okay go go work on patch 1.1 I honestly b blame that for the situation we're in today where you buy a game that is 110 gigs 50 stored on the fucking disc download 60 of them install that 110 fucking gigs on your hard drive and day one there's an additional 10 gig patch so and i think it's it's all back to, to that la lazy laziness of let's ship it now fix it la later yeah well they got they got to deal with a lot of bosses and stuff that that don't don't appreciate that hell have you seen uh, mythic quest that's, that's the whole no. show. <laughs> what is that? That Mythic Quest on Apple TV? Are you kidding me? I don't watch it, Apple. It, oh, well, you're you're missing out. It, Mythic Quest is, uh, and Jammer will also tell you this. Um, it, it's a it's a really really fun show. Um, with Charlotte, Nick, Nick Dow, uh, Rob, um, uh, and and just it, it's um, how do I describe it? Um. They are it's there. It's it's the story of a team behind like one of the biggest multiplayer video games of all time, and and so they're they're the they're the video game developers, the designers, the testers, the it's it's the entire company that that makes this game, um, and it's about their it's a comedy. It's their story on how how video games get made, hmm. and and all of the fights and all of the everything that happens and behind the scenes. That you don't get to see, pre-launch, post-launch. Uh, one time they're all they 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 launch an expansion, and they're waiting for the review of a certain Twitch uh, streamer who's twelve because his 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 opinion carries yeah, so much weight, much weight that yep. that uh, if he that if he doesn't like it then um, then they're failures. And uh, one of the last ones was they were. Uh, two of the senior editors were fighting over whether or not to add a battle royale and marketing says you have to add it and then one of them says no and the other one says yes it's a great idea and and then there's a there's a there's like a manager who was like hey uh montreal wants it now and they're like well we're not ready it's like well I'm, we have to we have to go and just stuff like that stuff yeah. that you keep talking about i think you i think you'd love it i, I don't might, i might i i have to check check that out i had no no idea what it was i i saw an image where you could see like some fantasy stuff in a reflection of, I mm -hmm. guess the 
two of the main main characters sitting at a table or or something, and I was like, uh, the guild to two point like it's it's a lot. It's so much this, fun, so. man. I I, I think you I think you'd love it just just because of the fact that it, it it's about what you talk about and also. Um, so back to your original point. Yeah. Like, uh, call of duty. Fuck you guys for all your updates and for all of the space I need on my PlayStation just to run your stupid ass game. And then you have update after update, after update, after update or add ons that sometimes make the game very frustrating to play, especially if you're trying to play with the boys, multiplayer, things like that, Mm -hmm. because you have to continuously update. And then cold war was, was, not the success that it was and people are still just playing modern warfare yeah just, and stop um, na- naming games modern warfare how many are there now there's like three named modern warfare now right i think three so, with yeah. three with separate tot stories and then the the original remake if i'm not mis- mistaken like holy holy hell what is with people entitling like i got got it branding is great but whole, holy shit, every brand started as a brand new name at some point. Like, it's like when somebody's like, oh, but this is tradition. Okay, I got it. That's good. Good. At one point, it wasn't. <laughs> at one point, it was brand fucking new and someone had to keep keep it going. So, Well, the uh, thing is that I think they ran out of names because there's, there's <laughs> uh, Call of Duty, Modern Warfare, Call of Duty modern warfare 2 modern warfare 3 mm-hmm. <laughs> so i think they had to go back to and then there's there's black ops black ops 2 black ops 3 <laughs> black ops 4 so your favorite kind of naming by the way yeah so, exa- exactly uh they had advanced warfare that was stupid yeah um and, ghost uh, well there, there's one they did ghosts um and maybe that's and then, well, world war 2 was i i thought world war 2 was very very well done yeah, maybe the that's what I I got uh uh mi- mixed up with was uh there's two modern warfare's there's the the original Call of Duty Four Modern Warfare the the remaster which is you know that's what it is and then the 2019 one and then Advanced Warfare was a ti- title and I think maybe I got that yeah that was the 11th main installment from 24. 20- 14. So there's been two different mo- modern warfares, not counting the the uh, HD re- remaster. Oh, pe- people, can we get away away from numerical subtitles? Are you defending them, Manny? Like legit? Like does it not not bug you at all? No, not at all. <laughs> How? It's, it's like so late. <laughs> and I say that with fucking. Four Final Fantasy tattoos, like which is yeah. nothing but um, one, talk. two, three, four, five, seven, ten. <laughs> you know who does a good job with that? Speaking of which, and let's give them credit is uh, Legend of Zelda. They do. They they subtitled everything. There's only one Legend of Zelda two, and that's Link's ad- adventure. Everything else is is a. a so t- even, even I think Breath of the Wild within. is gonna have a sequel now. Uh, yeah, it is. It's got uh, right now. It's just called the Breath of the Wild, the Legend of Zelda: Breath of the Wild sequel. I think is its unofficial oh, yeah. work working yeah. title. Um, but like uh, like Fa- Phantom Hourglass and tr- the 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 one with the um, spirit tracks. I think think it's called uh, that are uh, related to Wind Waker. I believe uh, those are all connected and none of them have a, a two or a three or a, uh, an episode one or anything like that. Yeah, that's that's a that's a really, really good point. I, you know, ga- games actually are d- different than than movies. I will say that New, numerical legit and not just just the Final Fan- Fantasy thing. Um Legitimately. Yeah, sure. It's easier. I, I like subtitles now and Sounds because, like you're being biased kyle well the, no just subtitles are more used now and so i kind of like that better i mean look i grew up 80s 90s just like you so everything right. was two and three and and four you know even if it had a subtitle it would still have a a fucking number like nightmare on elm street uh three the dream warriors 
So Ghostbusters 2 even had the, the ghost doing this. Yep, it did. It did. And I fucking and, love and... Ghostbusters 2, even though it's technically not real go- Ghostbusters. Anyway, any, what anyways. do you mean it's not real Ghostbusters? Because it's based more off the car- cartoon. It's more car- cartoony. It's not like the, the original. Not that it's bad. I fucking love it. I, I just, it is I just not found like it... the original. I found it strange that their patches also on their shirts and on, exactly. and on the building also had the two. And I was to like, wait a minute. Sell stuff. <sighs> to sell stuff. I mean, I like stuff. buying stuff, but. Yes. But that's, a... that's the whole thing. Thing It was because why would you need uh, an Ecto or a figure or a new patch or a shirt with the regular Ghostbusters logo on it? That's why it was changed. This it was is... five years. What? It was five years difference. Okay, and you, I mean, you you still have the same shirt from five years from five years ago? No, no yeah, actually, I have se- several sh- shirts that are like eight, nine years old. Mm. Yeah, t t shirts that I still wear out and about. I take we use like good like soap, and I don't dry dry them. It's <laughs> good soap. Take care of them. <laughs> I, I, nobody, it's so hard, hard to find a graphic tee in the material that I, I don't like the, I don't like huggy tight shirts and I don't like the, the short sleeves that are like up here, okay. with like half your, I don't like that. So when I find a shirt, I have to take care of it. Cause I don't know if I'll ever find another one. <laughs> it's good. This could be my, this could be the last shirt I ever wear. <laughs> this could be the last Star Wars shirt I ever buy. You know, what's uh, funny The the shirts I take most care of are band tees. Yes. Because I'm like, I'm never going to this concert again. This exact concert I got this mm-hmm. shirt at, I'm never getting it. So yeah, I feel that. Yeah. So like I was, like I was, I was saying video games, I kind of, I can kind of get it, but I got used to subtitles, man. Like the, the, the late nineties, two thousands forward outside of kids films, you stopped seeing as many, uh, numerical sequels and more subtitles. But like I said, even, even back in the day where numerical was all you needed, you still had subtitles, you know, like, mm-hmm. I, like I brought up, uh, uh, Elm street three, three. I, I don't, I don't, I don't know. It just kind of seems lazy now. Like maybe, it, maybe it's the, the MCU effect. You know, I know they ha- had Iron Man two and three, but everything else had su- subtitles, you know? So hell, even some of their fir- first time movies have, have, uh, uh, subtitles. So, do they? Don't Wait. blame that on the MCU. Yeah, Captain America, the first Avenger, was technically a subtitle. Just saying. <laughs> Anyways, man. Um, I I mentioned yesterday, after you were t- talking about uh, uh, some Studio G- Ghibli films, that I would ask uh, what Shinkai movie you should see, and uh, everyone agreed you should watch your name. Your name. Your name, and uh, you can absolutely watch it with with your your daughter. It's it's a hundred hundred percent uh, family safe, and uh, yeah, wa- watch your name. That's what we de- decided on. The music is done done by uh, uh, the band Radwimps, uh, uh, headed up by vocalist and uh, primary writer uh, Yojira Noda. Uh, I think I think I pronounced it correct. Um, or Yojiro no Noda. I might have had the wrong uh, la- last vowel. Um, but Radwimps do some some really ama- amazing <clears throat> music, and uh, the the animation is is stunning. Uh, it is the story about a a city boy and a a uh, rural girl um, that are able to basically swap places and kind of learn about the other's lives and the things that are actually important to them and uh in a very fa- fantastical setting and and way it's gr- great it re- really is so yeah we we suggest that one to get you to take a a step into co- contemporaries of Miyazaki and and Ghibli oh okay so that that would be our our suggestion for that and then uh 
man, man, what do we got coming up this week? I got, I got this, I got this feeling to make a make a list, Manny. And and we used to have this this show on on the LRM podcast network, the Genre Verse podcast network, brought to you by LRMOnline.com. Go check that for all your entertainment news and needs. Um, LRM ranks it, and L- LRM's top five. And I I wa- wondered, Manny. Do you think maybe we should do that as a segment here on the Daily Cup of Genre? Like, maybe yeah. start it. You know, once every other other week, we'll we'll pick a topic ahead of time and fucking hammer out a top three or a top five and rank some sh- shit. I mean, why not, right? Yeah, why not? We why have the time. Fuck not. Uh, let's let's do the first one on uh Thursday live here You're live. On, on youtube guys hit that red subscribe button if you haven't so that way you can uh catch the live show on thursday and uh maybe we'll announce the topic tomorrow yeah we'll do that so you guys listening on our whatever app app or website you use to listen to podcasts head over to youtube log in with your google account you know you you have one we know you have one and (laughs) subscribe subscribe to the uh lrm's youtube channel where you can get get access to uh uh, all of the podcasts uh video format formats um you can get access to god hundreds and hundreds of interviews from the last year alone (laughs) it seems um and of course, our website, like I said, lrmonline.com, a lot of really great, great stories. All your entertainment news, needs, and opinions are there, guys. And here's the great thing about it. We're not out there here to sell dr- drama. Uh, we do have opinions. <laughs> you're going to say drugs. <laughs> no, no. Sorry. And we do we do have opinions. But you know what's really great about the writers and fucking the, the, the uh, podcasters is we're pretty clear about what is an opinion. And, and what is a, a fact and we're we're also pretty clear about what is a rumor with validity what is a leak with validity and what is a rumor or leak that's only worth discussing because of the the what if factor like there's certain rumors that are so dumb but the what if itself is worth like a, a talk what if this did happen what I'm getting at is we're re- we're reliable guys don't don't believe me good go to the web- website hit subscribe listen for a few few days read for a few days let us let us know what aren't we reliable on what can we do to make your entertainment news uh more exciting and fun and and not so fucking stressful <clears throat> god, god man some of the some of the drama sites i just i can't imagine living that riled up all the time like i got this character that i play you know for entertainment but i i don't know if i could really be that angry all the time <laughs> anyways manny uh it's been a great great conversation today you guys out there uh that cannot see our social media stuff on the on the bottom of the screen i'm at that kyle malone on twitter he's at lrm underscore manual on twitter manny what uh what's the word on forever purge can we talk about that that tomorrow, tomorrow. Awesome. What else? What else you got going on this week? Uh, I got a couple of interviews with father-daughter director-actress duo for a um, kind of a sci-fi adventure. Let us in, and then also uh, either tomorrow or Thursday. I'm not sure yet exactly when I'm posting it, but I have Major Joshua Cabo Gunderson. He is one of the uh, pilots for the F-22 Raptor demo team, who is featured in the Tomorrow War. Who I'll be talking to this morning. And then I'll also have Everado Gout, who is the director for the Forever Purge, and that's probably going to be dropped on Thursday. Okay, outstanding. So you guys definitely check out to tomorrow when tomorrow Wednesday show for some talk about uh, the Forever Purge, and then like we said, please head over to YouTube or if you're already there, hit subscribe and check us out live as we're going to revitalize uh, LRM's ranks. It. I don't know if it'll always be five, so I'm just going to go with the old title for night right now, or. We'll see. We'll see. Anyways, ladies and gentlemen, people of the world, because, yeah, we got a lot of fans in Russia. I don't know know why, but they thank you. And uh, we'll talk, talk to you guys tomorrow.
Lucky Land slots, asking people what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky. Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kids' PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.